0: Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. Call us Deliveroo because we are serving you the word, the word of God with extra sauce, packed full of anointing oil, holy communion and the blood of Jesus. On Hashtag Scripture, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. Before you get into this podcast, you are legally obliged by law. It is a law and legal verbal contract that you are signing in terms of conditions do apply That so you have to share this podcast with your friends and family share this podcast with any parents you know or your own parents or any two parents to be share it with them and let them know what is going on in hashtag scripture land you can find us on facebook at hashtag scripture instagram at hashtag scripture twitter htscripture um itunes hashtag scripture also our website scripture.com patreon www.patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture there are so many places to find us google podcast hashtag scripture if you google us i'm sure you'll be able to find us share it with everybody the word on the street is raising kids is like raising capital it is not easy it is not easy okay we're we're not really raising kids we're just dragging them okay like it's not we're not it's not it doesn't there's nothing pretty about raising kids um church kids are running around crazy can we even tell the difference between church kids and worldly kids well this episode is going to discuss all of that Today we'll be discussing how we can raise good Christian children in the 21st century and then we'll be throwing some scenarios at our special guests who we're just about to announce to you and we're going to see what they say about how they would deal with it. So, our special guests today are... Yeah, kiss my family. (laughs) Kiss my family. Our special guest today is none other. I mean, you've heard DJ Kolechi walk in and out of our sessions quite a few times. Just interrupting every day. And you've heard us mention him and and stuff. But what you don't know is that Kolechi actually wouldn't be anything without his amazing wife. And also, Kolechi and Anita, his wife's name is Anita. And they are literally the most amazing parents ever. It's actually really annoying. Their marriage annoys me. Their raising kids annoys me. How they are as a couple annoys me me they just everything about them is annoying because they're just goals 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 and it's vexing but because they're goals this is why we brought them in to talk about how to raise good christian kids one of their christian kids is um jay vessel who you also you hear him in the beginning and in the end of every podcast yeah that's him that's their child um and they've got more lots of other kids that are really cool as well so we're welcoming proudly to the episode this week Kalechi and Anita Amadi. Woo clap everybody clap hello hey (laughs) yay okay I'm excited we're here we're here
1: we're in the building actually you're in
0: you're in my building hello hi (laughs) (laughs) okay so before we start asking them questions and getting them to share all their wonderful pearls of wisdom like I was even saying to them before I'm going to re-raise myself now based on their advice because I was I was dragged up okay so we're gonna re-raise I'm gonna re-raise myself we're dedicating this episode to all the parents and parents to be out there it's the toughest job in the world and as long as you're doing the best you can you are a blessing and we love you. So to all the parents and parents to be, keep keep going, man. It's not it's not easy, but we but, but we got love for you. Um so, how can we raise good Christian children in the 21st century Tina? Okay, so just briefly, um when I think about good parenting and bad parenting or raising Christian kids, as a parent myself, it's something that I could talk about for ages. Um, But when I try to draw inspiration from the Bible, I see there is some examples of good parenting and some examples of not so good parenting. A bad example of parenting, I think in my opinion, um, which I think we don't necessarily mention a lot of the time because you know we feel like everything in the Bible is perfect. I mean, we love this guy because of what he later on went to achieve. But I think a bad example of parenting, I think is Joseph and Jacob. Um, Jacob's outward show of love for Joseph caused contention between him and his brothers and also the brothers and Jacob. So there was an issue there. Jacob loved Joseph like to the utmost. And because of his outward show of, of love, it affected Joseph's relationship with his brothers and also his brother's relationship with the dad and so we see some bad examples a good example of parenting again which we don't often make mention of is pharaoh and moses okay so pharaoh adopted moses moses wasn't egyptian um but we see love we see non-discriminatory treatment of moses Um, we see favor even above his older brother ramesses pharaoh tried to stop moses from leaving after he killed the egyptian which is again suggesting that he would, you know, he just loved Moses beyond, beyond everything. So beyond racial divides, beyond cultural divides, it didn't matter. Um, there are so many scriptures which I know for me and our special guest will raise. However, what I will say is, there is a right way and a wrong way to raise ch- Christian children, and one of the verses that we. I often quote a lot of the time is all your children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of all your children and I think when you teach the children when you teach children of the Lord and you're wanting to raise them as good Christian children it's something that wait when you try to raise children in the ways of the Lord and you teach them to be good Christians I think it kind of makes the job a little bit more easier for me what do you think uh, yes, yeah, so I completely agree. There's obviously, there's, well, yeah, obviously there's a good way and a bad way to raise children, but I don't think there's like a manual that there's like a formula, like every child can be raised X, Y, and Z way, because obviously every child is different. Um, and when we look in Luke 15 from 11 to 32, I'm obviously not going to read the whole thing, but verses 11 and 12, this is the um, parable of the um, prodigal son. And it says, then he said, um a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father father give me the portion of goods that falls to me so the father then divided them sorry divided to them his livelihood um, and there's so many things like that That this one parable teaches us about parenting. And I think it's a really good example of parenting because the father wasn't like, no, I'm not going to give you all, all of this money so that you can go and squander it. Because he probably knew that the child was going to go and squander it. It's not like you don't know your own child that you've raised him to past 18. You know he was going to go and spend it on prostitutes and stuff. You, you just knew. <laughs> but he let him make his own decisions. He wasn't like, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to lock you in the basement until you change your mind. He just let him do it. Let him make his own mistake. The guy went and fell. And then um he came back you know tail between his legs came back and said okay dad I messed up and instead of his his dad wasn't like oh this is terrible go away I don't accept you anymore because you've made a mistake he was like oh my gosh I can't believe it he even ran to him and was like wow okay we need to put on a party for this guy because do you know what I mean he wasn't like so he didn't discipline him to the point where it's like okay no do you know what I shouldn't have come back let me just leave again he was he welcomed him back and I think sometimes we need to understand that. As Christians, we can be so harsh on our children because we want to stop them from sinning that we even push them more to sin. So we have to be careful about how we address our children. We need to welcome them with open arms, even if they're sinning, even if they're making a mistake. Yes, you chastise them and you tell them, look, this is wrong, but we have to be open and we have to let our children um, be comfortable talking to us because if your children don't feel comfortable talking to you, then odds are there's going to be bad things that they're doing that you don't know. And then you're going to be surprised when they come back with... Um, you know, a bun in the oven, or they come back with the police knocking on the door saying, "Okay, this guy's been selling drugs in the school." And do you know what I mean? So you have to, you have to be open enough for your children to talk to you, and not be scared that if you, if they talk to you, it's going to be some, some situation that they don't want to get themselves into. Um, and I, say that being said, I want it to be really clear that I'm not saying we should not discipline our children, because I am a very, very big advocate of spare the rod spoil the child. Proverbs thirteen twenty four says, he that spares the rod hates his son, but he that loves him chastens him early. And I think it's so important that we discipline our children, whether it takes a beating or not, It doesn't, that that rod doesn't have to be a physical rod. It can be, you know, okay, time out, like some of these people be doing or whatever. Whatever your form of discipline is, there has to be a form of discipline because if you don't discipline your children, then it's literally like you hate them. And I have like this um, sweets analogy that I think I used last season, which was, you know, if you're giving if your child is asking you for sweets all the time and you just give them sweets whenever they want it, then you actually hate that child you're actually an abusive parent because rather than you say no you gotta eat healthy, you're just wanting them to like you more than you care about their health so you have to uh, you have to understand that children need discipline and if you don't discipline them then they're just gonna turn out like trash and you obviously don't want that either um and there's um, there's lots of there's lots of scriptures about that there's um proverbs twenty nine seventeen discipline your son and he will give you rest and he will delight um and he will give delight to your heart. Proverbs twenty three thirteen. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. Which is like one of my favorite questions. Because he's not going to die. Just chill. Beat him if he needs it. When we went to the Bizzle concert, um, he was talking about how one of his sons, he can just tell him, stop doing this and he'll stop. But the other son, he needs a beating because he doesn't listen. And sometimes you need to, you need to address each child individually because every child has a different personality. They have a different tolerance for... Um, you know, pain or different, like they they hear differently. Some of them don't hear at all, mind. But that's the ones that you have to beat. But you know, so you just have to deal with them and stop pandering to them as well. Stop um like treating them like they're less than they are. Don't treat your fourteen year old like a five year old because they're just they're not going to be happy about that, and it's going to create contention in your in your household. Yeah. What about you, Anita? What do you think?
2: Wow, such wisdom. <laughs> Seriously, um, this is really. The- yeah <laughs> Hello Oh gosh What do I You said so many things there And Yeah I Personally myself mm-hmm. I have um, I've had quite a lot of difficulty In disciplining the kids <laughs> Seriously you do, uh, on them. do you
0: say
2: um, y- Yes and no mm-hmm. They probably say no But I can't I don't do corporal punishment. Mm-hmm. I don't do hitting. Mm-hmm. And um oh, I re- I <laughs> I, re- I remember when um uh Jordan was younger and um he was just messing about and so Kalechi felt the need to give him a smack. And I was like, I had to leave the room, re- I had to Aww. go upstairs. I was just like, I was so traumatized, Aww. seriously, and I could hear him downstairs and i was like oh my baby but i knew it was for his good
0: yeah yeah
2: in a way but i've always tried to find a different way i do believe that children shouldn't be uh, able to get away with things Mm -hmm. um but i don't do (laughs) i don't do hitting but one thing that you just said for me um I just wrote a note about it because it just, yeah, kids should be feel open enough to talk to you, mm-hmm. and um, and and not hide things. Mm-hmm. I I have quite a close relationship with my kids, but yet there's always that thing in the back of my head as to whether they feel that they can just come and talk to me about anything. And I think one of the reasons being is that they want to please me. Yeah. And, and I know that, um, sometimes as parents, because you're, you're, you're trying so hard to get them to, to be free with you and, 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 you know, you have such high expectations for them and things like that. And they want to do good in your eyes. So they feel that actually, if I tell her that, then, It's not gonna be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So although you do want them, them right? So I'm trying to. So that made me think. Actually, I need to then go to them and say, "Listen, guys, if there's anything that you've done, I still love you, like the prodigal son and his father, and the greatest father of all." Mm You know, we all, we all trying and we all fail as parents and, and we're trying our best basically. I don't think there's any super mum or super dad out there, but the inspiration, well, <laughs> yeah, well, we see, but the, 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 the most amazing and the person who I take my inspiration from is our heavenly father. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I try my hardest with my kids, and I can only guide them on a certain way. Our heavenly Father, He had children like the children of Israel. I mean, if you read the Old yeah. Testament,
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm like, seriously,
2: this God is leading you. He's providing food in the desert, and then you're going and building idols, and then you're going and serving this God. This is your, this is your Father, yeah. and yet, what does God do? He takes them back, and just listen. Don't do that anymore. Come and let follow me this time. And they do it again and again and again. And I'm like, "Listen, if God is so patient yeah. with his children and with us, mm-hmm. then who am I to say I'm not going to love my child when they don't listen to yeah. me? Who am I to, to to say that I can't, you know, take them back like the prodigal son?" you know Mm -hmm. it hurts as a parent when you're trying you're trying so hard to to lead them on a way and it seems like they're not doing what you want them to do but at the end of the day our inspiration is from god the father and whatever he does then we have to do isn't it so
0: okay so what do you think how do we raise good christian kids in the 21st century
1: um yeah, just talking about just before I answer that, there was that thing about um you guys was talking about discipline. I'll never forget. I think you're too young, Tina, to remember my mum's friend Salome. Do you remember Salome? I,
0: I remember Auntie
1: Salome, yeah. So Auntie Salome, she was a yardy. She was Proper hardcore yadi. Yard. She <laughs> was the first Jamaican, we knew she was yarding, She was one of my mom's best friends, and she was militant. And her motto was, "If you can't hear, you, you must, must feel." Okay, I've never forgot that. If that boy, if that boy can't hear, he's gonna have to feel. Mm-hmm. Take you anyway. I they don't have to feel all the time, yeah. I'm not about always making sure that they feel. I think that the discipline thing has to be. The children need to know that there's levels that the um, you know you will um, the punishments and the correction gets more severe um, over over the over time and you know you might give them one chance you might just be a talking to a warning and so on and you know and you know hopefully it never has to get to okay get the slipper <laughs> that's the ultimate thing. In our house and very rarely we need to go to that um i think so the, the question is raising good christian kids i think there is a number of factors to that um and anita you're gonna have to help me because there's so much to it um i think one of Sorry, the main can things. i
0: just pause on how that was actually couples goals in and of itself like he knows that he's about to talk about it he's like can you actually help? you're gonna have to help me because most men will be like okay let me ask the question in it i'm gonna ask the question but he himself knows that he's gonna say two things and his mind's gonna go blank so that's when anita comes in see what i mean about them they're just actually annoying anyway could you continue please well
1: please? you know the wisdom of being married for how many years Tell me, how many is? Oh, for Domestics. all! I tell you what, it's like a day. It's like a day. It's flown by. It's been that much. It's been just much the honeymoon fun. period. Yeah, it's been that much fun, you know. Oh. um But Aww. wisdom, wisdom will tell Anybody, me, girl,
0: This should be um, Valentine's episode. You hey.
1: hey. hey. yeah, okay, call okay, it, okay. it Get it. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Imagine, yes. I'm hissing in puppy love and Tina's twerking in the corner. Like, What's going on? <laughs> That's my definition of love.
1: <laughs> you can do it, put your back into it.
0: That's it. It's the ghetto love, honey. That's the kind of love. It's the
1: ghetto love. Anyway. Anyway. How do you raise Christian kids? There's a number of factors. I'm just going to talk off the top of my head. Um, one of the things is this. Um, you have to be a... Christian yourself and allow
0: well, what is that wisdom? No, what sorry, is that? Listen, the podcast
1: that's is finished. Really
0: that's serious. it. i my laptop because that's actually, really, I didn't say that was going to be the answer? answer. No, sorry, what do you mean? Especially from collecting <laughs> as well. I didn't even think, what is no wow, my no, brain. but honestly, how can
1: no, honestly, yeah, no, but it's common
0: sense, but you would it's not common, isn't it? No, no, we had It's not it's
1: not. The problem with common sense is that it's not common.
0: Exactly. <laughs> nah.
1: sorry we, we've had our own. We just started a podcast. That's so you can.
0: Though. I'm sorry I'm, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Go go go. go, go. <laughs> the episode
1: is finished. I don't <laughs> mind.
0: If you you can actually just end this. Close uh, close SoundCloud. Close um iTunes and close Google Podcasts. The episode is finished. If you're not going to pay, a good a Christian yourself. Mm,
1: Mm. Simple No We started our own podcast It's called A Quiver Full of Arrows Check it out It's called A Quiver Full of Arrows And it's on all those things Right But That was the first and our first episode We talked about this How can you raise Good Christians You want your Child Your children To be good Christians Where are they Going to learn from mm. Whose example Are they going to follow Are they going to watch you For years Play church Are they going to watch you no. For years Play pretend to be a christian to wow. to 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 know all the dances to know when wow. to raise your hand wow. to re- to give an amazing testimony that people clap their hands for at church but in the home you're evil you're heartless you're you're um, How you're be evil be no so not heartless. honestly some people are evil they're cold hearted. cold hearted. right they're bad mind and the parent and the children can see that mm. They, they, they have double standards. They do. They're not always honest. They don't have integrity. So it's like a game. Yeah. So a lot of kids, they just want to see what is real. And if they see that you're playing in any aspect of this Christianity, you've already blown your chances of your child becoming a good Christian. Someone else is going to have to get them saved Mm. because you can't. You can't do it. Actual factual. So that's one of the.
0: Facto
1: Actual Factual Facts Right <laughs> So That's one of the main things So I always believe that um, Our children need to see us Be the same And I So then I can say to My children I had this conversation with Ray The other day In the car um, And she was about to do something And I said Well Hanrae That thing that you're about to do Can you show that to your mum What do you think she would say I mean Is that really you? Because that's not how we raised you. You're acting a different way with your friend from school to how you are at home. You've got to be integrity. You've got to be the same everywhere in every situation. Now, if that is that is a high standard I want to demand from my children, it's actually a high standard. I can't demand that from them unless I'm doing the same.
0: Because they'll just turn around and give you examples of what you did. Exactly. Yeah, course. And they still try. Yeah, I yeah.
2: mean, she will still try and say, well, actually, you didn't do, yeah. you know. But yeah, that is that is the key. Uh, Kalechi said it all. Basically, wow.
0: you have to. You have I don't think to. I've ever heard Anita say that ah. in like the 20 something years I've, I've known her. I don't think she's ever said, has said it. What is happening? This <laughs> is this good. Like Let's do copy. this podcast every week <laughs> so
1: I can have a recording where my wife says, Kalechi, baby, you're right. Did I say you... baby? No, you didn't. But right. you can say it or you just said it now. <laughs> we'll no. Just
0: edit it to make it sound like she said it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so and another thing that I think is also really important is this um there's some things that your children have to hear, okay they always have to hear when we he was watching the um the uh, right every child needs to hear these three things: I love you, I'm proud of you, you are special, okay I have to tell my children- I tell my children all the time, I remember. Saying about my, about Malachi as he's just a toddler, barely able to walk. I said, this guy is going to be great. He's destined for greatness. I tell my children all the time, you are destined for greatness. You have been put on this earth for something special. God has created you different. You are going to do some big things for the kingdom of God. You're, you know, when they do well at school, I'm like, well, that's what I expect. That's who we are. We're Ahmadis. We do big things. We win. We are great. (laughs) No We're we're actually great We are great So they are not afraid To Put themselves out there They're not afraid to do things We are used to Achieving things We're used to being a leader Being number one I tell them you're special And I'm proud of you So
0: special
1: So special So special Yeah And you're one of You're you you of course you're fast because I was fast. Of course you're, br- of course you're bright because I was bright. Or but we are you bright. Know the
2: genetics
0: of intelligence comes from the mother. Absolutely, I did it. Uh, yeah, you always. A of weeks ago. I want to
1: see the it's research. That's thing. what you would it's say. A show a me the first. research.
0: Show the but, but I didn't know that. I'm
2: excited now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll show you the research paper. Um, and where you get that? Like I was saying, everything that we do as parents comes from. God the Father. And it was at Jesus' baptism that God said those three things about Jesus. Mm. When he and when he came up, he said, this is my son. So ownership, you are my child. I love you and I'm pleased with you. Mm. And when you tell your children those three things, that solidifies everything. Mm. So whether you do this or you do that, children um, need to know that they belong And a lot of issues that we're having with some of our young girls and boys getting into gangs and things is because they want to feel that family unit. They want to feel that they belong because they don't feel like they belong at home. Mm. They don't feel like they belong at church. And I know when I was growing up, a lot of our young people in church left and became Muslim because they felt like. We're brothers, we're Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters. And I remember actually, it was weird for me because we had this issue where I grew up in a church where we had to wear hats Mm -hmm. and we couldn't wear jewelry and all of that. And it was a bit like, you know, you felt a bit like restricted and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember some people used to complain all the time about got wear a wear hat, got a pad. And then I see them wearing a hijab. And I'm like, totally think. But they felt that sense of belonging. and And sometimes as parents and as Christians, we don't love each other enough. We don't, we're not a family. We don't share that, you know, that you belong to me. But God said to his son, Jesus, in front of everybody, this is my son. I am, I love him and I am pleased with him. And this was even before he did anything. I'm pleased with you. Whether, Mali, whether you get a gold medal at the next Olympics, I'm pleased with you. Jordan, whether you win a MOBO or not, I'm pleased with you. I just, that's just because you're my son. And I think that's what, as parents, what we need to really be reiterating to our children. It's not because you got an A. It's not because you did this. It's not because you go to church. It's not because you don't wear ripped jeans to church. But I'm pleased with you.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I think um, that um, goes, one of the things I wanted to touch on that whole thing of your mind is... When I say to my kids, I expect you to do great things because that's what we do in this family. We are great. God has put us on this earth to do some big things in ministry, in life, in whatever, to be an example, to be a good example of what a Christian is. And we need to tell them, you know, you're mine and this is what we do. This is what we as Christians do. Um, One thing that... um, relating to the whole hijab thing. Imagine, I used to hate that because some girl who wants to say that church, the church that we go to is too restrictive, she can't wear a skirt that she wants to wear or she has to wear a hat or whatever, will turn into Muslim wearing covered heads to toe except for your eyebrows on fleek. That's the only thing we can see. You're I using, am
0: undone.
1: <laughs> you're using eyebrow, eyelash, eye, eyeliner, everything. That's all I can see, your eye. Everything else is covered. The
0: eyes. Just the eyes. That's all I can see. Your eyes. Shinobi.
1: Shinobi. (laughs) That's all I can see. Right? But why would but why would you change that? Why? Because some because you just met some man who's a Muslim and he's and he's talked to you and you whatever. Anyway. So you want to join that gang. We have to raise our home and have this sense of belonging. One of the one of our um missions in life is to have a home where our children always want to come back to they want to come back to if they're at university they want to come back every weekend if they can they don't want to be the the child that is like yeah well i'm not sure i might go back at christmas for one day and whatever what's what's wrong in that home why you don't want to go and see your your parents whatever i want our children to come back i want our children to be always want to be part of our gang Mm. our family our gang i want our kids to always be part of our squad you know i mean to be proud of it to feel at home there so how do we do that we spend a lot of time doing things together we have um we have rituals and we have you know ceremonies which are which we've created as a family that we do so for example if you are, if it's your birthday, it doesn't matter what age it is. If it's your birthday, we will, everybody else will come into your room to wake you that day with a cake. And Aww. sing happy birthday. Just, it's not a big deal, but that's what we do, you know. Um, And we always, we always doing, trying to do things together and do things that create that sense of, family that sense of this is our gang this is what we do so that you want your kids to always want to be part of that gang not to look to find other gangs or other things and it's especially important for girls because their head can get turned by any man if you're if if your gang ain't strong enough or boys will look for affirmation from somewhere quick time as soon as they hit their teen years they'll be looking for affirmation And wanting to feel like a man Wanting to feel like they belong somewhere Out on road or whatever And it's too late So you have to kind of create that sense of Gang, gang, gang
0: Okay, so that was amazing Newsflash um in christianity today in christianity today it reported in 2014 that 70 percent of young adults leave the church and 80 percent of those who drop out don't plan to return is this true thoughts okay so what are our thoughts on it i definitely can see um those who are university age especially in my church who definitely leave the church and do not come back or they may come back once a year for christmas or night vigil um i think it's a rhetoric and it just mentioned it also that young adults who are leaving the church and I think we definitely do see that kids who are raised in church decide when they become of age decide not to come back anymore that they want to do their own thing they want to explore their own spirituality um for me what do you think about that um yeah it's definitely true and I think what Collective was saying kind of hit the nail on the head that a lot of Christian children are be being raised by people who are not necessarily christians all year round they're christians at church on the sunday but they're not christians on monday to saturday or you know they they have very dubious practices at home or they treat them in a certain way at home and then when it goes to church everything is cool and that i think that definitely has a big part to play in it i think that just just in just in the same way that if you're going to come and marry someone you can't only start praying on on the wedding day you have to be building up that foundation from the beginning until until the end um it's the same way that with your children, from when they're small, from when before they can even understand English, you should be praying with them. You should be, um, you know, reading, you know, like the, the kiddie Bible and then you graduate to the the older one and the older one until until they're um, able to read the their, um, a proper Bible. And you should always be breaking things down and having Bible studies with your children or, you know, making the Bible a game and having quizzes and stuff like that, because. Jesus is fun. God is fun. The church is fun. But when you make it of, like, this boring thing that we have to get up early on a Sunday to go to church and it's such a morose affair, then of course your children are not going to like it. And as soon as they have their own independence, they're not going to want to be part of the church because they're not even part of the church now. A lot of children... And this is maybe going to shake a, a, a table because I know a lot of people in church do this. They just let their children have um, headphones. And this is children up to the age of like 16, 17 just having headphones in, um, in church. And they don't participate in anything from prayer to praise and worship to the message to offering. They don't, they don't participate in any of it. They're just... In the back playing their, their PlayStation or whatever it is, not PlayStation, but I don't know, <laughs> not bringing the whole PlayStation there. But like, do you know what I mean? I don't know what PSP or Game Boy. I'm so old. I only know what Game Boy, Nintendo something, something or other, Nintendo 67 or whatever it is now that they have. Yeah. That people will be playing in the back of the church, big. Big children who understand English, you know, not small. Small. I'm not talking about the small kids who obviously don't have attention span, and you have to bribe them to sit in church quietly. I'm talking about children who are like 15, 16, sitting at the back of the church with um, games consoles. Playing on the game instead of listening to the word. What is it about you? Can you not go to youth church? What is it about your children that you think that it's okay to just allow them? Or what's the point of them being in church? If they don't want to come, leave them at home. It's not by force. At a certain age, you just have to leave them at home. And if they want to come, they want to come. But if you've been laying that groundwork from the beginning, I personally don't see why they wouldn't want to come with you because they will see like the the interest and they will have. So for example, Levi, Tina's child. He's there singing praise and worship. Like, he'll do stuff. Like, not all the time, but he's only seven. Do you know what I mean? So, but, sorry, eight now. Oh my gosh, we're getting so old. (laughs) What is going on in life? Like, he'll be involved. He prays. He knows how to pray. He knows how to tear the house down in (laughs) prayer. Do you know what I mean? But some of you, your children, all they know is, father son and holy spirit that's all they know they don't know anything because you don't teach them and then you expect them to be pastors at the age of 18 but these times you haven't even been praying with them at home you don't say prayer over your food you don't say prayer before they go to bed nothing how do why would you expect them to stay when they don't actually know god from themselves they only know him through you they're not gonna stay you have to let them have their own relationship with god from a young age and encourage that and nurture that what do you think guys
2: yeah, uh definitely. They need their own uh experience with God. It's um, you know, we always say, well, I always say, not we. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like that sounded like shade. <laughs> it sounded no, it like wasn't. Shade. It, was it was just like I'm always shade. speaking
2: for other people. I say like <laughs> God doesn't have any grandchildren. So okay, yeah. he's only oh, got whatever. children. Oh, so nice. everybody has to have their own relationship mm-hmm. with him. Exactly. And so it's all right for me to be, you know, um, be able to pray and, and be led by the spirit, but my children should be able to as well. And um, and if they can't get it where you're at, we have to seek out mm-hmm. somewhere because there are amazing mm-hmm. youth ministries mm-hmm. in this country. And um, I remember when our son... Um, with Jordan who was younger he went to youth camp at my old church um in Reading because they, they've got quite a big organization and stuff and it was just good for him to see other young people and how they worshiped yeah. and then eventually when um, we started doing youth camps and stuff and I'm looking now at where I can send my two my other two, to see, you know, what can I plug them into right now so that they can get to that level? Because they have a relationship with God. They do, definitely. But for me, it's it's like um, a C if I was to grade, but now you have nine to one, not A, oh, B, C. Okay. <laughs> and I need them to step it up a bit mm-hmm. and step it up a bit because I don't see that... You know, they know religion, mm-hmm. they know how to pray to a God who will help them to get supernatural intelligence and get great grades. But that, I, I can't really explain it, it's just that personal thing yeah. to, to, to see their hearts broken mm-hmm. at the revelation of what Jesus Christ has done, to get excited. I mean, when I read, I, I love Greek. I love reading the Greek Come of the a scholar. <laughs> wow, I love. And when I read a scripture and then I read the Greek, mm. I'm getting so excited I'm like, wow, that is the Word of God. Oh my gosh and I was just I could stay all day and study. I want my kids to get that when they mm. read the Bible it's not just for God so love the world they give oh I, I've learned another Bible verse but get the revelation of that and that really impacts them. So when they go out to school or go to university or whatever that stays with them. It's not just a memory verse that they've learned mm. at Sunday school. And when your children can get to that level that they love God, they love God, like food.
0: Mm -hmm. Our kids sure do love food. Um, and And I love what you guys were saying. One of the things I also think about when I think about why children leave the church is a lot of the time we as parents send our go to churches that are good for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the church, the pastor, the way that things are run in the church, the messages that are preached are for the parents, and they don't have activities for young people. There is no um, level of commitment for the young people. There's no requirement for the young people. There's no nothing fun happens there. You know, the message is literally just for the parents, for the grandparents, for aunts and uncles, and they never ever preach messages directed towards the children or the Sunday school is rubbish mm. or the youth your the youth ministry is rubbish. You know, and a lot of the times, if we're thinking, if we're want our kids to stay in church they have to stay and do something mm-hmm. you know we tell them okay go to church is good come to church is good what is it tell me three things that are good about church if as in they should be able to tell you three things that are good about church if they can't tell you the three things that are good about church and not just the status quo the cliche things god is there you know holy spirit is there and there's rice at the end right mm-hmm. if they can't tell you you're probably in a place that you shouldn't be for your kids it's all good and well us as adults picking a church that we like for ourselves and then completely ignoring the fact that your children need to also be fed in that same body Um, and keeping in in mind that it's more important for your children to be fed than you because you've already had that you've already been raised exactly you've already you've already done it and i'm constantly kind of thinking hmm, do i need to leave you know because i want my child to be in an environment where he absolutely loves going to church yeah. you know and kids are kids and he's a boy so he's going to be moments he's going to be moody you know he's not someone I want to just at home I want to go football or whatever it may be but I want him to still, so when he's in church to still like it To have to have boys and you know his boys are there like if he if he doesn't if Levi gets an age but he doesn't have a good network of, of um friends in church I know he's not going to come back I just know it. No matter how good the message is, no matter how much rice there is, no matter how much I love it, he's not going to come back because who's he going to sit and talk to? Who's he going to boss joke with on the way to the toilet um, for three hours? We're there for 16 hours a day, you know? Literally. So... If I know that if he gets to a certain age and he doesn't have a good network of friends and family in church, not family, friends in church is a problem. So a lot mm-hmm. of our kids are leaving because number one, the church that you go to doesn't, ident- they don't, they, they can't identify with it. They don't see a network there, they haven't got friends there. You know, there's been nothing that has been there for them for the last 18 years. So when they turn 18 and they have the opportunity to leave, they will leave because you didn't speak to them for 18 years either. Unless it was, can you carry my bag or can you pick this or can you pick the chair or can you do this? A lot of the time our children are not engaged with on a real meaningful level in yeah. church, and that's why they leave because you, you know you can't now be calling them at 18. Oh, we haven't seen you since you've been at uni. Did you see me when I was here? Mm. Did you see? me like did you see me unless it's oh can you come and carry a table you didn't actually see me you didn't actually talk to me you don't actually care what you care about my, my parents ties tired on of offering and how much how often we come to church wow you're making me come to church on a thursday or a tuesday or a wednesday and i'm tired you know like they want to feel loved and needed and appreciated just as equally as much as their parents are. Mm-hmm. So that's probably one of the reasons why our, our kids are leaving because they don't see the value in it. And that's a us issue because we have to make sure that we plug into a church that they can see value in, I, I think. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so now we have a couple of scenarios um, that we're going to get Collection and Anita to answer for us. So I'll just jump right into it. Um, the first one being, what would you do? Basically, they're all what would you do questions. So, what would you do if your child says that they are becoming a Muslim? You no. <laughs> want to wear a <laughs> <went away>, job? <laughs> <laughs> so what you, that's, that's what hear. He'll, he'll actually ask questions So he says "So You want to pray on a Friday Then <laughs> Kletcher will ask like, 16 questions To try and understand What actually is the problem <laughs> What do you actually want And then he'll be like No you can't do it But anyway I'll let Kletcher answer Because
1: <laughs> Yeah no the first question If if they ask me that, if they say I'm thinking, I will say the answer is no. You have no permission to do that. Not why you're, not why you're my child. I mean, not why you're in this family. Because like I said, said, that's not what we do. This is who we are. This is what we do. Don't you want to be part of our gang anymore? Don't you want to be part of our family? You do not my friend I mean, anymore? You, are you your you friend? What, what's going on? <clears throat> do you not like me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did, did all this come from? No, seriously, where did all this come from? And I, and then I would internalize it like where have I gone wrong? Because obviously It's not about you. It is, it <laughs> really is, because it's, that's my child. I raised that child for how many years and they want to turn around and wear hijab? I can't. What's what where did I what did where did I go wrong? Okay. Um but um okay, it's not that I would uh, if they wanted to persist with this idea,
0: persist?
1: <laughs> I was <You>
0: insist. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh,
1: I, I can't. I wouldn't disown them. I yeah, would. Yeah, I would. Good. I st- would still still love them, and um, they'll still be invited round for Christmas, and they can still be welcome in my house. But uh, but I would be thinking, okay, yeah, where did I go wrong in my parenting? To be honest, because I believe that. You know, Jesus Christ is the way, and that's what I've been teaching my kids ever since they were born.
2: Yeah, I have to agree. Again. <laughs>
0: she's, she's so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, I mean, but it, it's hard to put ourselves in that situation the way that we're we're actually raising the children now. But for any other parent out there, if that was to She's happen, like, it ain't gonna be me. But <laughs> I, I think that you know, sympathize you. I sympathise
1: with you. I can't
0: relate. I can't relate
2: sorry, <laughs> but I would, I would seriously, if you are um, a tongue speaking believing in the power of the holy spirit i would take authority Mm. the bible tells us that we have authority Mm. so i would take authority and i would tear down every demonic spirit that is trying to um disallow my child from fulfilling their god-given purpose and divine right on this earth
0: okay so next question your child no longer wants to attend church your child or teenager no longer wants to attend church, what do you do?
2: Is it our church or any church?
0: Attend any any
2: church. Okay, I would, I would give them the scripture that you shouldn't forsake the assembling together. And it's also important for accountability. But again, it goes back to what you were saying, um, Tina, about them belonging. And if they haven't got any friends there, then... You know, so I would work with them to try and find somewhere that they could feel at home and they could feel that they belong, and because um, it may just be that one church.
1: It might be about the church and that they don't. The church is boring, or they don't feel that they fit in there and stuff like that. So you can look at that, but also it might be that where they're at in their relationship with Christ, which is a deeper issue. Yeah. Maybe they don't really believe it anymore. Maybe they see you, like I said earlier, playing church and mm. you're playing a game as a parent, and they're like, I ain't got time for these games. Um, so so it could be either one of those things. Mm-hmm. So um you need to find out first before you know which kind of course of action to take. Okay. Okay, so
0: um, your your child comes out to you as homosexual. What do you do? Anita? <laughs> interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's probably what I would say. Interesting. Um Kalechi said it's more interesting. <laughs> um, not interesting.
1: <laughs> it is
2: not. I think I would ask a lot of questions. Um, and I think I would, uh, it's really hard to say what I would do, but again, I think because I wouldn't know how to really, uh, cause I have, s- my faith is really strong and I have my own views and I, n- I know according to the word, what the word says and things, but then again, that's my child. So I think if I was in that situation, I would just ask questions, not say anything negative, but I would, again, I would have to rely on prayer. Mm. And I have such a strong conviction that prayer works and can just change everything around. So I wouldn't rely on my own ability and what I have to say. Um, I would hope that I had been a, um, observant enough to see something. And also, if you're a real Christian, as we've been saying, and not playing it, then these things don't just happen. Yeah. The Spirit does alert you to certain things yeah. that are going on with your children. And if we're not so busy wrapped up in our own lives and our own issues, then we will see these things coming up so we know how to pray in advance so that's where as parents we need to get to the point that we're actually you know alerted to these things and if we ask the holy spirit alert me to these things don't get me let me get shocked and Mm -hmm. things like that please let me know something and how to pray so that these things don't come to pass yeah
0: can I add, add a uh, sub question to that question? What if your child said they were getting married to someone of the same sex would you attend or what would would you boycott or what would you
1: Yeah, as a Christian as a Christian so Yeah. <laughs> you have to go. No, you have to support. You have to as a Christian you cannot disown any human being. Let L- least of all your own child. Mm-hmm. If they say I they're he was gay. Say, as a Christian, no, I
0: can't because I don't believe in gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, no, I, that's I, what some I don't, Christians I don't, don't say, believe as in gay marriage. No, I
1: don't believe in gay marriage. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in gay marriage, but I, I can't disown my own flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe I don't have to go to my to the wedding to show that I'm not disowning him, but at this him or her. But I do want to you do want to also show love and support. It's like, for example, it's similar to your unsaved friends. Yeah? Just because they're not saved yet, do you you don't give up on them. You don't ever stop praying. You don't, you don't ever, not go to their you won't go to their birthday party or whatever. Mm. Yeah, you know, just because they're not saved yet. So we as Christians can't give up on our children ever. You have to always keep praying. You have to always keep them close. How can you impact them? How can you how can you convert them? how can you pull them back in how can don't you want to be there that time when they are on their knees and they need to they phone up and say, "Look and that's the time when you can lead them back to Christ or whatever you need to stay close enough to do that and you need to not as a, just a tactic you know but because you actually love them and show them genuine love so you have to uh always be close and you can you ha- yes so in that when I attend the wedding yeah probably. Um, it doesn't mean i condone in what they're doing But I'm showing love to my own child My own flesh and blood um, Another thing on that whole um, homosexuality thing Bruv, if you're a Christian You should have seen it come in Most of the time if something happens bad with my children, they get a report back home from school or whatever, or they get in trouble with one of their friends that they were hanging around with. I knew that that person that they was hanging around with was trouble. I just didn't do anything about it. The you know it was coming up in my prayer time, in my quiet time. The Holy Spirit was anointing un- me. I just had the feeling, just I just knew. I didn't do anything about it. Sometimes we're so busy. Being parents and being business people and being members of a church and being this and being all of that, that some of these things which are important but not urgent, we don't do. And that time you should have sat down your child and say, These um clothes that you're wearing is a bit feminine. Why? Why? <laughs> I just want to know why you know this happened years back and now they want to be doing RuPaul or something like that. Well, wow. <laughs> So you, you know, you have to had, you could have been praying, you could have been praying against it. You could have been. So raising Christian children is a proactive thing. You guys are giving us these really tough scenarios, but heaven, I mean, you, and, and I'm not saying that we'll never have these kind of tough scenarios to deal with, but parenting is a proactive thing not a reactive thing when things come crashing down it's a bit late then you know it's a bit late you want to have been sewing into them you want to have been cutting things off before they get too far you want to have been really watching where they're going and responding and guiding and so on so that hopefully we don't get to these situations
0: Okay, so um, another scenario is you suspect your teenager or young adult is ready to have sex. What do you do
2: uh ask them if they're ready for marriage
0: <laughs> and on that note <laughs> ah, <period>. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect it
2: I suspect you it is suspect, the th- um you
0: suspect you suspect or you know you've heard conversations or you can see you know that yeah, this child is is ready or maybe their relationship that they're in is um you have issues about you know how intimate they they get or they yeah
2: i would have a frank conversation because i i try to have frank conversations my children don't want to have frank conversations about sex i don't know why but i'm just like it is it is something that god created okay and it's nothing to be embarrassed about i think we've got a big taboo about discussing sex in church and stuff like that but it's so openly discussed in the world and our kids get to hear it from their perspective and not from our perspective so i'm trying to tell my daughter it's great it's just you know normal <laughs> and she's like i'm here about No, I I I did I did because I tell you why She
0: Her mind would (laughs) have She
2: (laughs) (laughs) She was like You know what Um, They were having a PSHE day Or something Mm -hmm. And we had this thing like Do we allow her to go Or do we not Because we hadn't had this Full Mm -hmm. conversation So Kelly, She's like You've got to talk to her And I was like Okay So the only way I knew How to do it Was (laughs) to say it, as it is and then Kate okay, you did say I did a good job <laughs> anyway but I said that
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you see the look on Colette's face right now <laughs> I said
2: I said to her you know God created sex okay but he created it to be in a certain environment if you take a fish out of water it's gonna die if you take God's creation and put it somewhere else it's not gonna work as well and so getting back to the question, if I suspected that I would really have a frank and open discussion about it. And I think as teenagers, everyone's got hormones going and it's just, it's, it's so difficult. And, um, one of the reasons is because of what they're watching, what they're listening to. Every CBBC, not, maybe not CBBS. <laughs> well, if there's
0: sex on CBBS, then I need to be writing some strongly worded letters. Right baby shark, you got mommy shark, you got daddy shark, you got you know all these baby
2: sharks happening. So it's no, this this is CBBC. It's supposed to be a dance um Reality Show oh, yeah, yeah. It's all about Relationships yeah. It's not about Dance this at thing. all They reel Reel our kids in Saying no oh, It's just about Dance and competition And they're all Having relationships With each other So It's hard then To then Step back from that, a teenager watching it is like, well, I should be having a boyfriend, and I, and all these feelings are stirred up. So, anyway, what are you watching? What are you listening to? Are you lighting the fire before you should be? Mm-hmm. Are you awakening those things before you should be? And just talk through it. Be really open about it. Talk through
1: it. Um, I today, just today. Malachi is 13. Um, two two girls came to knock the door.
0: Don't tell me that because really? I will fight Two girls people. came to knock the door. No, you know I will knock actually fight what? people. To <laughs> do what?
1: Two girls came to knock the door and they looked at me. I opened the door and smiled. sweet is too smile. Well, That's what the issue is.
0: Malachi is actually beautiful but I will fight these girls and he knows What did that.
1: they say? They say, Hi, hi. I said, hi. Did
0: you Did you meet them no, the water, I water d- at the door?
1: I'll tell you what I said. There were, I said... Um, they said, hi, um, we've come to pick up car. I said, why? Pick up! I said, <laughs> what you, he said, you, Uber? Uber? Are you Are you
0: Uber? What do you mean you're coming <laughs> to pick him up? Do you have, I, does he not have legs to walk? Are you going to back him? <laughs> <laughs> Want to tie him a rapper? Put in a pram? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah to crazy. Going, I'm going to scream.
1: What? I'll tell you the story. <laughs> okay, go so on. they said they're going to um, so-and-so's birthday at Nando's. So Nando's is just up the road. I said, oh, Okay. Interesting. Um, so I came back Everything
0: inside.
1: things are interesting. <laughs> Something that, that not interesting. This one is interesting. I said Malachi. Um, he's like, oh, I said Malachi. It's the Instagram girls, page you have to
0: shut it down. <laughs> like, it's true. Oh
1: my god. There's these girls. They said that um, that there's a party and that you're going. He's like, oh right, yeah. Um, I forgot to tell you about it. Can I go? Imagine. I said no. Hmm? Of course not. You can't go. Number one, I didn't know about it. Number two, it's a school night. You know, we haven't talked about it. And no, you can't go. Oh, okay, fine. I didn't really want to go anyway. That's, that's what he said, and, that's said. Malachi, that's what and that's true. And that's true. He didn't really want to go anyway. Otherwise, he would have mainly tried to talk me, talk to his parents, make sure he got permission in advance or whatever. I said to Malachi, I sat him down the other day. I said to him, Malachi, um, relationships is interesting. If it's interesting
0: you <laughs> That's how I was ever saying Parenting <laughs> It's interesting It's
1: interesting No It's very interesting But You're gonna have Girls that's interested in you They say they like you They wanna talk to you Blah 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 blah. Oh, However I like
0: Oh I think they Oh I think they Anyway continue But no
1: I said to Malika And I said it to Jordan Who's older now I said to him Listen Um Do not if, Unless you are ready To marry that girl do unless you're ready to marry that girl. Don't touch it. Just don't it's touch it. That's the rule. Don't what, touch what is it. it Leave it alone. What is it? Leave it alone. <laughs>
0: no, we want to specifically it, know what it is. It that is she's not touching. the whole
1: idea of boyfriend girlfriend thing, oh. relationships thing. Well, how can you know if no, you're no. ready to marry
0: someone unless you?
1: This is how you know you're ready to marry someone.
0: You're not thirteen.
1: This is how you know when the marriage is Number
0: one, <laughs>
1: the, it's a very simple rule. This is how you know you're ready to marry someone. When you are ready to die for that person, wow. when you're ready to love that ch- love that girl like Christ loved the church. When you're ready to be with that woman for the rest of your life, do whatever it takes to make her happy, to protect her, to provide for her. When you're ready to do that, when you're ready to do that for a for a person, then you're ready. Then you can then you can start saying, okay, let me go and find someone, and let me make her my wife. Until then, don't touch it because it's going to cause you all kind no, of problems. Is, mm-hmm. Don't in. touch it. Uh, don't touch the girls. Don't touch them don't because touch the girls. don't touch them. Just stay away from it. You don't have time for it. You've got to, you've got to build, work on yourself, find out who you are, work on your 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 skills, your talents, your gifts, your abilities, become who you are and know who you are in God, that's when you'll know that you're ready to do that, which is to love a woman like Christ loved the church. When you're ready to do that, then go and find a wife. Otherwise, don't touch it. Simple rule.
0: You did, didn't you? Okay, amen. Okay, that was the last question because we're running over time. But um, yeah, so this week's episode was sponsored by Arse Whippings Anonymous. (laughs) All of us who were whipped as a child and we're all the better for it. We want to thank the founders, which are the parents who whipped us. And we want to give ourselves a pat on the back for enduring the hardship that we did. It's also sponsored by our very special guest, DJ Kelechi, the best Christian DJ in the galaxy. No, the best DJ... Christian or otherwise, in the galaxy, and his beautiful, intelligent, wise, just, I don't know, all the compliments, yeah, all the accolades, wife, (laughs) Anita, thank you so much, and it's sponsored also by their podcast, um, A Quiver Full of Arrows, which you can listen to on all the platforms. How specific of
1: you <laughs> Okay so it's on um, Anchor Podcast um, iTunes Google Podcasts All the podcasts, no, all the podcasts. <laughs> It's on all um, of them
0: But then so what is it Do You just type in quiver full of arrows Yes quiver okay. full of arrows Do you have a YouTube Not yet Okay Do you have an uh, Instagram Not yet you have,
1: <laughs> you have a Facebook Yes the Facebook is Anita <laughs> and Kelechi.
0: Okay our hashtag scripture for today is Ephesians 6, 4, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And then I also have like a little sub scripture as well, which is kind of along the same lines. Colossians 3, 21, fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Let's encourage our children, people of God. Um, Anita, would you like to do the closing prayer for us? Sure. <coughs> Father,
2: we thank you. We give you glory and praise. We acknowledge you as our father, Abba father. We thank you because you have set such an amazing example of how to parent children. We thank you for loving us unconditionally. We thank you for loving us so much that you sent your only son to die for us so that we can live. Father, we thank you that because of that sacrifice, we are here today and we can speak and minister to people and share your word with everybody who's listening. We thank you. And at this time, I pray for all the parents out there. Father, you know what a challenge it can be sometimes, how difficult it can be. I pray for all the single parents out there raising children by themselves. We pray that you give them strength, Father Mm -hmm. God, give them wisdom. Mm -hmm. I pray that the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding be upon them. We thank you for parents all across the world who are listening to this. I pray that they will be encouraged and know that they're doing a great job And that they will be led and directed by your blessed Holy Spirit. We bring our children before you, Father God. You said in your word that you have given them to us as a gift. And Father God, may we as parents just treasure those gifts. May we do what you have called us to do with these children. And lead them in the way that you want them to be led. And may all of our children fulfill their divine purpose and potential. In Jesus' name,
0: amen. 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 Amen, amen, Okay, so you guys, you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes, hashtag scripture. Please subscribe on iTunes. Please also leave a review and a comment. We need it to spread wide. Subscribe also on um, SoundCloud. You can find us on Instagram, hashtag scripture. Facebook, hashtag scripture. Twitter, HT Scripture, support the ministry via Patreon. Um, it's from as little as £3.80 if you don't go to church or you know you don't pay your tithes and your tithes is too much then maybe you can pay your tithes to the ministry because you actually listen to us more than you listen to your pastor so technically you should probably pay your tithes towards us from as little as £3.80 and we give you discounts to gigs, merch, um, lots of inside information on stuff so please 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 support the ministry and thank you, thank you, thank you, remember to share this episode with your friends and family we love, you. we love you. Bye, guys, and a big thank you again to our special
1: guests. Thank bye you. Guys. Yay. Yay. you. Can say bye? Bye. <laughs>